Hey, hey, it is Penny here, and I am curious today, are you sometimes feeling as though you are swimming upstream, whether it's in business or in life? I mean, do you just sometimes feel like life is working against you? And do you find yourself wondering what life would be like if fate was working for you? If you're struggling to reach your goals or your dreams, and you don't know just where to start to begin to make things happen in your life, I want you to continue listening because I'm going to tell you exactly where to start. You have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention to create subconscious beliefs that serve you and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Now, if you don't know me, this is your first time listening. My name is Penny. I'm a board-certified hypnotist. And I am now a CEO of a very successful international hypnosis practice. This did not happen for me overnight. It took a little bit of work on my part. And I'm here to share with you what I've learned, what I have put into practice in my life, that I was able to walk away from a six-figure anesthesia job and ride into a multi-six-figure hypnosis practice. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is your dreams. What are your dreams? Do you think of dreams as something that's far-fetched, something that's not meant for you, but it's a nice-to-fantasize-about type of situation? Or do you think of your dreams as something that you can take action toward? Do you think of your dreams as something as realistic? I have a realistic dream. Or again, circling back to the first statement, my dreams are unrealistic. And with that thought that your dreams are not realistic, what does that mean for you? In other words, What does it say about your perspective, your interpretations, and your underlying belief about those dreams? Because I can tell you, Steve Jobs did not think about his dreams the same way that I once thought about my dreams. Jeff Bezos didn't think about his dreams the way a lot of people think about their dreams. Now, you don't have to be striving to have a multi-billion dollar business empire. This could be about having the beautiful house that you've always wanted. It could be about creating a profession or a position within a company that you already work for. That is something that you've been dreaming of. Once we begin to realize that we truly 
are co-creators of our reality. We can begin to peel back and evaluate what thoughts, what beliefs, what actions we're taking that is undermining our success. Because most of the time, we don't even realize that we're doing it. So the first thing that has to happen in designing your destiny is to get a very clear picture of your dream or your vision. Now, you may be saying, well, that's all fine and good, but, you know, I've never owned a business before. I don't know what to do. I have a dream of this huge house, this car, the way that I want to dress, but I don't have the means to get that. I don't have the education to get that. Well, let's work backwards for a moment. Think about that house or think about that car and ask yourself, someone who already has that, what are they doing in their life? It could be an actor. It could be a writer. It could be someone who's done investment. It could be someone who works for a very large firm and has gotten promoted through the years and has invested in themselves and gotten paid back. Or it could be an entrepreneur. Then again, maybe someone inherited their riches. But what I want you to think about is how they approach life and how they think about life. What is it that they have done to attract that wealth, that house, that car into their life? And if you're kind of the way I was a couple of years ago, you find yourself going, I don't know what it's like to think like a person who makes multi-million dollars or multi-six figures. So go online and find them. You can find countless YouTube videos, podcasts just like this one, where people talk about what their goals were, the actions they took to realize those goals, the beliefs that they had to realize those goals. One of my favorites to watch on YouTube, actually two, are Denzel Washington and Will Smith. I love to hear how they talk about their success, the way that they look at the challenges that they have faced, and how they overcome them. There are many, many examples out there. Those two most readily come to my mind because I have watched some of their videos through an app on my phone called the Billionaire Mindset app. And whenever I need a dose of right thinking, I go in and I play the video from YouTube that is linked into that app of Denzel Washington. It is a deep reminder that we have within ourselves everything that we need to create what it is that we desire in our life. Now, once you have this clear vision, I want you to think about the talents that you already have. And this can be a tough one because so many times we discount 
our own talents. They've become so much a part of who we are that we don't think of them as anything special. And you see, it's the things that other people find special, rewarding about being around us, or the things that inspire them. Those are the things that we can begin to take a closer look at and to also take a look at what brings you joy in your life. So say, for example, you make six figures and you want to break a million dollars, not in personal income, but in your business, like that's kind of a gross picture, the million dollar mark. Take what you have and ask yourself, how can I begin to create that wealth in my life? Set a goal in three years, in four years, in five years. I would like to be bringing that seven figures into my life and say, okay, let me break it down further. In 12 months, where would I need to be to be on my way to making seven figures in five years? If you don't have a business or you don't have a stream of income that will allow for that, get resourceful. What can I do that is going to allow me to begin to attract income and where do I need to be in a year? Once you know where you need to be in a year, Break it down into quarters. What can I do in the next 90 days that is going to move me towards this goalpost? Now, I'm not a big football fan, but I'm a Southern girl. and I grew up with football, so I understand a little bit about football. So if you're not into football, I apologize, but I'm going to use a little bit of an analogy here. You know, when a team is moving the ball down the field. They have first, second, third, and fourth downs. Each time they meet their goal yardage, that 10 yards, they have another first down. If they don't make it the first time, then they get that second down. They get the opportunity to readjust, to adapt, to move forward. So when you look at your quarterly and your yearly goal, make it a little bit of a reach, And then if you don't quite make that goal, rather than looking at it as a failure, you come back and say, okay, this was my goal. This is what I did. These were the results that it yielded. What can I do in the next 90 days to adapt and adjust to hit that first down? And that is the way that you move forward. If you always set realistic goals, you will get realistic results. If your dream is a big dream, you're not going to get there with realistic goals. You have to push yourself to think beyond. I'm not saying push yourself with hard work. I do not believe that hard work equals money. That is a lesson I have learned in the last two years. Hard work does not equal money. To quote my mentor, Jim Fortin, if hard work yielded money, then there would be a lot of millionaires in the world because I personally, as Jim also mentions, knows a lot of people who put in a lot of hard hours and a lot of hard work and they don't have money. So you just continue to keep your eye on your bigger vision. 
and then you break that vision down into smaller pieces. And once you know what that 90-day goal is, ask yourself, who do I have to be to make that 90-day goal? Do I have to be someone who's committed? Do I need to be resourceful? In other words, is there a lot that I don't know that I need to know? Then be someone who's resourceful. What does someone who's resourceful do? They seek out information. They seek out teachers. They seek out mentors. They research what similar businesses have done and taken a look at what feels good to them and what doesn't feel good to them and what they would like to aspire to be or to do. When I initially reopened my hypnosis practice, I knew that in order to create the level of income that I wanted to generate into my life, to maintain the lifestyle that I had as an anesthetist, that I could not stay local. I became very aware that I had to go online, I had to go virtual. And my initial step into that foray, I thought, you know what? I will create an advanced certification for hypnotists in a very unique niche specialty. And, you know, this is an area that there's a lot of need. People will want to take this virtual course online. They'll want to get the certificate saying, you know what? I got educated in this specific problem so that I can help people overcome it. And what I found was, I did not like it. I loved creating the course. I loved working with people. But launches are not for me. Fretting over Facebook ads, ad spending, trying to get the languaging right, because every other week Facebook is jerking the rug out from under your feet with all of the advanced artificial intelligence technology that they have scanning ads. There's not a person involved. It just wasn't worth it to me. It simply was not worth it. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. And it did not motivate me. So as you do your deeper look, if you have not yet started a business Or if you're thinking about shifting gears and changing careers, professions altogether, make sure you find something that feels good to you. And we will talk about this more in a later episode because it most definitely deserves its own time. But if you're ready to get fate to work for you, it is time for you to get clear on your vision. As I started this episode, I actually took a look in the dictionary at the definition of destiny, because destiny means a little something different for everyone. Looking back into the old French, destiny was basically considered a predetermined fate beyond our control. But if you go back to the Latin and you look at one of the definitions For the Latin, it talks about destiny being that to which any person or thing is destined, a condition that is foreordained by the divine or 
by human will. So your destiny is within your power. You can co-create your destiny. You just first have to know exactly what it is that you want and stay laser focused on that vision. Now, with that clarity of vision in mind, what I would like for you to do right now, while it's clear in your mind, is to head right on over to iTunes and please leave a positive review for the podcast on iTunes. Because what we send out into this universe, we receive. And I am hoping that you are sending out the same goodwill that I wish for you through the information that I provide you in this podcast. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention, creating stronger subconscious beliefs, and raising our vibration to create the life that we desire the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.